I want to dive into for you guys, why are you failing? Okay, so I know that's that's really probably a not a popular topic to bring out here on the podcast, but we're going to turn it into a positive one. So here's the question, guys. Why are you failing? And Jordan, I don't know if you knew these stats or not, but you've probably heard the stat that 80% of small businesses fail in the first five years. But here's the other thing. I dove into this a little bit more because I wanted to, I wanted to bring it out to you guys as listeners. 93.1, let's just call it 93% of small businesses make less than $250,000 per year. Okay, that's, no not, way. that's not revenue. That's not profit. That's just earnings. I, I guess that is revenue. Sorry. That's that's yeah. their gross that's revenue gross. that's coming into the company. That's not what's in the piggy bank at the end of the year that after expenses crazy. and taxes are paid. 93.1% of small businesses make less than $250,000 per year. So think about this. Let's say you pay taxes. Let's just use an average tax code. You pay taxes of 150000 You pay yourself maybe... I don't know. Most business owners aren't able to pay themselves anything out there, but let's say you pay yourself. And by the way, that's not just in the first five years. I don't want to confuse those stats. It's 80% of small businesses fail in the first five years. This is all small businesses. Wow. 93.1 of all small businesses make less than 250. Established or startups. Pay taxes. You pay yourself a little bit of money. How much money do you think you have left to pay people? Yeah. There's there's nothing there, right? Okay. So the question I think for you guys would be this. Why are you failing and I cringe by saying that word. I don't I don't want to throw that out and, you know, coach anybody toward a message of failure, but my hope is that we can turn that around this morning. Check this out. 51% of all small businesses in America make less than $25,000 per year. So half I mean, I had to go and check these stats to make sure that they were legit because I was like there's just no way that that's correct and it's it's true. I saw a couple of other stats, depending on if you break it down to small business or established business, they're a little bit different, but some of them were worse, depending on the category you're looking at. That's just unbelievable. 51% of all small businesses in America make less than 25000 Okay, so a couple of things I read out there this uh, over the, the holiday break here on why you're failing. Top five reasons. So this would be for entrepreneurs, people who think they want to be in an entrepreneur space, people that are starting up small businesses, people that are trying to start a side business, anything you're doing that's creating a brand or creating something that's going to hopefully bring revenue in the future, but you're just not, you're not where you want to be in that. Number one is nobody knows of who you are or your brand. And though that may seem very self-evident, I think a lot of entrepreneurs miss the boat. The financial advising clients that I'm working with who own their business They'll tell you that they're beating their head against the wall with marketing and advertising. Most people today that I talk with, the the typical you know jargon that I hear from them is, hey, I'm trying to figure out this whole Facebook ads thing and if that even makes sense. If you're just now trying to figure out Facebook ads, guys, you're probably way behind the ball and you need yeah. to hire somebody to get in there. Silly as it sounds, right? You need to hire somebody to get into your business today and teach you how Instagram, Facebook, and as crazy as it sounds, even Snapchat is where the traction is being created on businesses today. That's it. It's not the old school yellow pages. Yep. It's not billboards. It is social media, and that's where brand recognition is coming in. So nobody knows you. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows who your brand. And when I say nobody, you may have a – I've got a couple of business owner clients right now that since I started the podcast, they want to talk about this stuff sometimes when they talk to me on the phone about – just media, social media content, those sort of things, because I push content. I'm out on Facebook at least a couple of times a day. I'm out on Instagram at least two or three times a day. You know, I don't think the podcast would be where it is today, downloaded in 86 countries now, if I hadn't done at least some of that front end, you know, legwork. 
So, guys, even if you have a big following on social media, like the couple of the guys that I'm referring to, if I look at their total market base, because these guys aren't aren't just doing stuff here in Dallas, they're potentially doing stuff worldwide with e-commerce stuff. When I look at that, I'm going, yeah, you've got a few thousand followers, but in in the big scheme of things, that's like point something something percent. You yeah. know, so we've got to get your name out there a little bit more. Number two, you're too small and you aren't growing, or you're not growing exponentially. So there's a lot of guys out there that are just still kind of, you know, we talk about playing office a lot on this podcast. Are you real busy during the day and trying to get stuff organized and figured out, but yet you're just kind of playing office? For you entrepreneurs yep. out there, are you playing the growth game? Do you feel really busy and you're testing and you're trying new ideas and you're trying to work things out, but yet you haven't hired someone to help revamp your social media? You haven't hired someone to do further and higher levels of product testing or to do percentage testing on your revenue streams and cash flow streams that are coming in or your conversion rates on your websites. I mean, those are things that we can get bogged down in as entrepreneurs, but those are also things that with where social media and where people are going, those are the things that we need to focus on. Talk to my good friend, Scott Beebe this week, who's just a brilliant, brilliant guy when it comes to business planning. He's got my business on purpose that I was just recently on his podcast and he works with business owners to help get them out of the grind and chaos. Head over to mybusinessonpurpose.com to go see what he's doing. But he's got these roadmaps that helps business owners really cut down on the minutia and the noise and all the stuff that we worry about out there, right? And he told me just this past week, he said, I just really hate marketing. I love coaching. I love helping my clients. I just really hate marketing. So a guy like him, He's going to have to get somebody in there that can do those sort of things for him. He's probably going to have to hire it out if you're just not naturally gifted, okay? Well, it's tough to talk about yourself, right? It's tough to self-promote. It is easy to outsource that because somebody else can talk about you way better than you can talk about you. Oh, yeah. So if you have a hard time maybe building your own brand, you need to hire somebody that can do it for you. Yeah. A lot of business owners are very slow to do that for various reasons. It could be different things, right? But they're very slow to do that. And I think it's costing them, not maybe today, but it will cost them a fortune over time. So I would just say for you guys, are you small and you're not growing or you feel like you're growing, but when you look back at the testing and the dollar spend and the things that you're doing, you're spending dollars in the wrong place to get growth or you're just not growing very quickly, uh, which leads me to the third point, which is you're not spending enough money. Most business owners out there today in our society, it is too, uh, well, I'll say this, I'll take a step back. It's very easy in today's society to advertise for free or for cheap. Yep. Social media, right? I mean, think back in the days of the 1980s, 1990s, before the internet really came out. Circulars, billboards, everything cost money. I mean, think of what those people were spending as a percentage of revenue yep. just to get their name out. Yep. Maybe word of mouth, they kept it more local, you know, whatever. But, I mean, just think about it today. It's like you can go post on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which will be gone at some point. You can go post on those things. It doesn't cost you anything. You just need to push content. Yep. And so many business owners, so many entrepreneurs out there that I talk to, I just get such a weird look on my face when I hear an entrepreneur say, yeah, I really don't do the whole social media thing. I'm like, what? Like, I can understand if you don't like it. I can understand if you're not familiar with it. You got to get, I mean, I'm just like, did I hear that correctly? Like, there's no way you're an entrepreneur, especially a small business owner in today's time. And you're not just rocking the social media game because that's where, that's where your dollars are going to be well spent but we've got to spend money. I've spent a lot on Facebook ads for the podcast. I've spent, I mean, a lot is relative, right? But I've spent a lot of money on Facebook ads for the podcast, my website, just getting awareness out, posting podcasts, doing certain things. Some of it's free, some of it costs, but I farm out all of my stuff, editing, 
as soon as this show is done, guys, it gets sent to a company in Argentina, Sonoris Labs. My guy Michael down there, he's going to load this thing up and make us sound really professional. Uh, thank goodness for editing, right? Um, but you got to spend money. And then the fourth thing, which is really kind of the biggest issue for most people or the starting point, is you're just not making enough money. The The middle class, and I don't mean anything negative about this in any way whatsoever, but I think it's it's just math, is we have such a divide economically in this country now. And a lot of the stuff, whether you agree with Trump, whether you don't agree with Trump, whatever, Obama talked about some of the same stuff. We've got such a an earnings divide in this country now where the wealthier are getting wealthier and the people in poverty are getting more in poverty to where there's really just no, you know, middle class is the death zone now. You can be making $120,000 a year which growing up, I remember in a small town growing up, it was like, man, I hope I make six figures one day. And that was like the big deal, making six figures. And I had a roommate after college one time tell me like, hey, man, this girl that I know at church is a such and such, and she makes six figures. So that's not, you know, so basically what he was trying to say was you need to expand your horizons a little bit because, yeah. you know, you can do, do that. So, but people just aren't making enough money. You can make $120,000, you can make $300,000. And I see it in our financial planning business every day where people are saying, I'm making three, four, 500,000 bucks a year. And these aren't extravagant people that are just blowing money or just as a business owner trying to have the capital to expand your business. There's not enough money there to go yeah. around. So you got to make enough money to do the things you want to do on a bigger scale. You've got to be willing to spend that money. You've got to know when you're small and you're not growing or you're not growing at the percentage points that you should be each year to keep up with your vision or let alone competition. And then really all that together will help you hopefully help people know who you are and, and know your brand. But just remember those numbers, guys. 51% of all small businesses in America make less than $25,000 a year. That's gross revenue, by the way. Wow. 93.1% of small businesses across the board make less than $250,000 per year. Wow. You know, I've got a lot of small business clients, and the ones that are really successful are the ones that understand where the revenue comes from and honing on, on that and focusing on that. And then I've got some other clients that, you know, are business owners that are not quite as successful because they can set their own time when they manage their own clock. You know, take for instance, if you're a graphic design guy and you've got a graphic design company, if you're spending eight hours a day at the Apple store looking at new products and trying to decide what new computer you might buy in the future, that's eight hours that you could be going to hire subcontractors to do some editing for you. Or that's eight hours that you could even be doing the editing yourself if you can't afford yet to hire, you know, subcontractors for everything. Where is the revenue coming from? Is it, you know, out there on the Internet looking for new products or is it from outsourcing the work that you should be doing or is it from doing the work that you should be doing that generates the most amount of revenue? Yeah. You know? And just maximizing your time every day. Yeah. It's interesting. I had Brett Gilliland on my podcast uh, recently, who's a wealth advisor in St. Louis. I've known Brett for a long time. If you guys haven't heard that episode yet, number 143 that just came out over the holidays, uh, I highly, highly encourage you guys. I talked to a couple of people this week at, that are business who are business owners, and I asked them if they caught that episode, and they said, not yet. I've got it saved or whatever. And I said, go listen to it today. And both of them did. They went and listened to it, and they're like, holy cow, that guy is so full of vision and where he's trying to go. But he made a comment in there, and Brett, I hope you're listening to this. He made a comment in there about how he used to maximize his day. He used to really try to maximize his day, and now he doesn't. Now he schedules every meeting for an hour and a half to two hours because he wants to sit 
and marinate with each one of those clients. Awesome. The relationships are more important and more impactful. And if he gets done early, if the meeting only takes an hour, then he's got an extra 30 minutes on his calendar that he can spend in meditation, in think time, in meeting with his staff, whatever. So it, it looks different. He's not running around like a chicken with his head cut off like he was as a young financial advisor, but he is still maximizing every minute of every day. And why is that important? Because he wants to get home at a certain time. So to your point of business owners out there looking at the computers at the Apple store or fill in the blank, whatever it is for you guys, are we spending so much time on trying to, again, play office, get our ducks set up in a row, back to that whole ready, fire, aim idea? More of us have to fire and then aim as we go. And a lot of people are just, they're ready. They say they're ready, but they're just aiming all the time out there and not really growing the way that they should. So here's what I would tell you guys. And I started doing this just yesterday. Okay. So this is a brand new thing. What I'm doing now, my goal for 2017 is to really maximize every minute of the day. But yesterday I wrote down my calendar for the day and on any open spot that was there, I filled it out in green. I went to Asana, which is my real time to-do list with my uh, staff for our tasks. And I started filling in Everything that was urgent for me to do that day, I started filling it in on the green. What happened at the end of the day? I took my wife on a date night, and I got out of here on time to be able to go do that, and I felt really good about the last two days of leaving with my head held high, looking at the process, not looking at the outcome. We could do a whole podcast on that. I encourage my guys here all the time, look at the process. Look at the process. Don't look at exactly what you did today, because there's a lot of days or multiple days or strings of days that you may not be able to measure what you actually did. But I think if you're sticking with an ideal calendar, I think if you're filling in the gaps of that calendar on the open spots with things that you know have to get done, Mm -hmm. you're going to leave with your head held high because the process was key, not perfection. Yep. 